big show. I got a surprise for everybody. Guess who's back from vacation? Back from her gypsy training camp. You call it a vacation. I call it gypsy training school. Lord knows where she was. Who knows what she's doing? We got to get her caught up, you guys. There's a lot to talk about. We got there's impeachment stuff. There's uh there's IG reports from Horowitz. There's episodes of The Mandalorian. Holy crap, massive seismic shifts in the UK with Boris Johnson. Did he buy a comb? I don't think he'll need one. I think people will comb his hair for him now. We got spying. It's such a big show. Spying versus surveillance. Let's dig in. Let's commence to joking with Gypsy. Are you there? Are you back? I'm back. Now, where were you? I was. You don't have to tell. You don't have to tell. No, I was in the Dominican Republic in Punta Cana. Taking some voodoo lessons? No, 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 no. Um, I did find something wonderful called cocoa tea, which I'm trying very hard to hunt down. But... Cocoa tea. Now, is that Ice Cube's wife? Does she make no. that? No. It's actually the shells of the, the, the bean they make chocolate from. And you steep them in hot water and you get all the benefits of eating dark chocolate with none of the sugar. And it tastes wonderful. Holy crap. Now, first it's of very all, healthy. I got to... I got to pat myself on the back for Coco Tea because I said that as a little joke, but that would be her name, right? You've got Iced Tea, that's him, and then you've mm-hmm. got Coco Tea, who Coco, I want to tell you guys, nobody go hating on Coco. She is, uh, she's the wife of the century. She is fantastic. She, I think, is the, that, that's where you want to be. She's the high watermark for, for, for hot wives. That's just my opinion. However, I have to embrace the, the – see, here we go. I, I don't like it when we go off the rails right out of the gate, like right out of the gate. Every week I'm like, we're just going to jump right into news. It's going to be fantastic. But now I'm interested in – is Coco Tea, like legitimately the product you were just talking about, is that available here in America? Um, I've only been able to find one that I can confirm is the same stuff on Amazon, but there's like thousands of blogs talking about how healthy it is, so I'm very confused. Now, how does it taste? Does it taste like uh, like hot chocolate adjacent? Is it? There's, it's it's yes, got to have hot, that chocolate it's flavor. It's hot chocolate adjacent, and you can put a little cinnamon in it, a little bit of sugar or sweetener, and then it's very hot chocolate adjacent, but it's very healthy for you. Hold on, I'm, I'm serious. I'm writing this down. Cocoa tea. I would I would try that because if I'm going to get yep. the antioxidants from dark chocolate, dark chocolate, it's a bummer. Dark chocolate is a bummer. That's the false yeah, advertising of chocolate. You like – see, here's the thing. We're very different people. We're I like – very well, except people. for sushi. We're totally sushi aligned. Yeah. Well, that's that's just common sense. That's just common sense. Like, <laughs> uh, okay. You know what? Damn it. You remind me – I might be doing stand-up tonight. I'll tell you right now. I might as well say this. Uh, I'm going to be headlining Governor's Comedy Club – I want to say Friday. The, I want to say Friday the twentieth. I should know. I should know these. You things. should know. Yes, you should. Okay, Friday. The, I, I believe it's Friday the twentieth. I'll be headlining Governor's Comedy, and I have to uh, write down. Uh, I got to remember. I, I keep forgetting to do my sushi bit. I'm writing it down in my little stand-up notes. I did a thing. I did a new. Okay, I'll just get this out of the way. I'm all over the board. It's an ADD uh, type opening to the show. I did a new bit uh, the other night about if uh, 
if if it's Australian porn, I need a warning. We need a label on Australian porn because <laughs> if I'm if I'm clicking around the internet looking at some stuff, and all of a sudden the clip starts and it's like, oi, yeah, right. I'm like that. <laughs> I think that's so funny. I think it's so funny. I don't want to hear that. Like, uh, I'm cool with Australians. Australian chicks are hot. But, like, I need – you can't just throw me that curveball. I need to know going in, I'm about to watch Australian porn. I, it's the shocker. So, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm hip to the cocoa tea. I, I, I really – they say that, like, dark chocolate is insanely good for you. They say that if it was discovered today, they would sell it in health food stores. Mm-hmm. So I'm down with that. I'm down with like, hey, I'm eating chocolate because I want to live. That's awesome. But it's like the – it's just – it's it's not – I'm a milk chocolate guy. I need that smooth, 85%. creamy – 85% what? Dark chocolate. Ooh. Well, yep. I could uh, – see, you, you drink tea and you look like a boss. You look like you're cool and, and all that other stuff. Yeah. So I could, I could yeah, slug I, down a thing I of cocoa tea. I think the only like jacked up chocolate is white chocolate. Like that stuff is gross. Yeah, it's like they call it that just to sell it. You know, yeah, it's disgusting. I love it. I'm a big fan. Small doses, but there is a new M M&M. and M. M and M's listens to this show. M and the people at M M&M and M listen to this show, and they know how much I despised like the cherry M and M, the strawberry. strawberry M&M. Holy mm-hmm. moly, that was garbage. They have Coconut a white... was great, though. Ugh. See? We're very different people. We're very different people. Coconut's disgusting. Coconut's... Pretzel was Once good. Again, pretzel, listen, there's a big difference. Uh, if if you get pretzel, small batch pretzel's good. Small batch. If you get, like, the little individual serving in the paper bag, you know, like right there at the checkout for the grocery store... Those are delicious. But if you go with the big bag, the big uh, plastic bag of pretzel, yeah. garbage. They're garbage. I mean the M&M pretzel ones. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah, you got to go small batch on that. I have very, I have like, I have strong opinions on this. And coconut is disgusting. That tells me a lot about you, that you like coconut. Coconut. Uh, I love coconut, period. I was pina colada girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't do coconut. Coconut is sushi adjacent. Coconut, they discovered coconut. Sushi adjacent? Yeah. I'm talking about food inspired by starving to death. That's what it is. Wow. You're like, I'm going to die on this island. I got to eat something. And you're like, you're so you start eating raw crab. You start eating raw fish because you can't make a fire. And you're it doesn't kill you. So you tell your friends, no, that's actually, I like it. I like it. No, you're eating it to avoid starving to death. And then you're tired of eating raw fish. You're tired of eating raw crab. And you're like, I'm going to crack open this big, giant, hairy nut. And then whatever's in there, I'll drink that and I'll eat that. And people are like, whoa, that's disgusting. And you go like, no, no, it's it's good. I like it. It's like wax paper. It's like chewing on wax paper. Coconut's horrible. You won't convince me otherwise. I'm sorry. Yeah. I also like papayas and passion fruit and and mangoes and guava and everything else they fed me. I'm cool with that. I'm all cool with. That. I'm just glad you lived. I'm just glad you weren't you weren't killed by the uh the, by the in room booze. That was killing everybody. Oh, Remember see, that? see, I was in that really great resort that didn't do the in-room booze. You could order drinks to the room from the bar. There I, you go. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was. I think it yeah. was those in-room uh, booze things. There's yeah. a movie there where somebody's killing tourists. Uh, it's a screwball comedy. Anyway, we're jumping in. There is a lot to talk about. There was a lot that wasn't too self-indulgent. I think it was kind of fun and funny. Uh, there's there's a lot to get you caught up on. There's uh, the, the the impeachment farce that's going on. The IG report, which is both funny and shocking and frightening all at the same time. The the, the, the Horowitz report is all that in a bag of chips. And uh, so I don't know where we want to start. I, I don't know. Let, 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 can we start with Horowitz? Because that's where my yes. burning question comes from. Yes. Gypsy's burning question. So I Break. was... I was out of town for much of the end of the impeachment hearings and, and, and the IG report and the IG's testimony. So I've mm-hmm. spent the last couple of days, Friday and Saturday, kind of catching up. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Fresh eyes is what we, what we call it in the business. You got a pair of fresh eyes. And I came to the end of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I have just one question. <laughs> This is like such the massive wind up for a huge joke. But go ahead. What's the one question? Why did we ever have a Mueller investigation? They knew there was no there there long before Comey was ever fired. That's a wonderful, wonderful question to have. So I I think you have the Mueller investigation because the FBI was holding back. The FBI was holding back. No one... At this point, other than a handful of people, knew that there was no there there. And and in the classic sense, it is a a trial in search of a crime. They're hoping that uh, they're hoping that Mueller finds something, even though they know the truth about Carter Page, even though they know uh, there's nothing there. They're hoping that maybe uh, Mueller finds something. And the other benefit that you get from the Mueller report, and this is just my knee-jerk reaction. I didn't know that was your big question. I wasn't prepared for this. But as I'm thinking, the other thing that it gets you is you get to play for time. You get to, while the while the Mueller investigation is going on for years, you can uh, get together on the weekends and talk to uh, the people who were in on this with you and go, okay, here's how, here's how we're going to handle this. Here's what we're going to say. Here's how we're not going to go to jail. Here's how we can protect the people above us. And I, you'll have a hard time convincing me. You'll have a hard time convincing me that uh, that that didn't happen. That that James Comey and and Brennan and Clapper and and the whole gang and the whole gang didn't. They're not dummies. They they use their time wisely. So some I don't even know if heads are going to roll. That's the that's the big shocker. I don't think heads are going to roll well, at, at the I, FBI from not off the Horowitz report. Now now I got to go uh, all in on Big Billy Barr and and who's his dude? Who's his Durham? Uh, Durham. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I think I think that was one of the most interesting things to me. And you have to remember, of course, that the the Horowitz report is very narrow. He can only talk to people that are still with the Bureau. And here's what KG Comey did, in case you missed it. When Comey agreed to answer questions from the Horowitz team, he refused to re-engage his security clearance so they could ask him about classified information. 
See, that's one of those. No. See, that's one of those. That's one of those things that I'm talking about. That's great. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not great, but it's like that's what you do. You're like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap, and then some buddy of yours is like, dude, settle down. Let the the Mueller reports go on. We got some time. If they talk to you, don't get your. You know, it's that. It, it's it's that kind of thing. It's disgusting. I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not, but all I'm saying is. That- his is very narrow. It was only focused on FISA. He was really only talking to people within the FBI and only people that are still employed unless they voluntarily agreed to be questioned. And then for those who did, he only had a limited number of things he could question them about because they refused to reengage in security clearance. Yeah. Durham has the power to subpoena people, compel testimony, um, talk across all of the and, and I did watch Bill Barr's interview on NBC. That was very interesting. Yeah. I did not. I didn't. Okay. I've been, I've been crazy busy. I'm, it's, it's weird. I'm, I'm kind of cherry picking the things that I'm drawing down on. I'm doing the thing that I hate about the left. Like they'll take, they'll take one little nugget and go, see, that's proof. But I have a nugget. I have a nugget that I think is all that in a bag of chips, and uh, and I'll talk about that in in mere moments. We'll, we'll, I want to stick with the the Bill Barr. I like I like having yeah. the fresh eyes on it. I like you. You came back from uh, Gypsy Poisoning School, and, and yeah. <laughs> Gypsy Poisoning School. Right? How to avoid how to avoid uh, Dominican dark arts? I'm not I'm not saying my liver isn't a little impaired. But, um, <laughs> I'm not dead. That's right. That's right. Okay, so Big Billy Barr. And then I'm going <laughs> to... we got to talk about tanning. But okay, so Big Billy Barr did what? What are you, what are you keying oh, in? Oh, no, he just... He went on NBC, and he was very, very... Um, he was very clear. I mean, the interviewer... I don't even remember the guy's name because he's not somebody I'm necessarily familiar with. It but it's out Chuck on YouTube. Hmm? It wasn't Chuck Todd? No, it wasn't Chuck Todd. Okay. Um, what a moron. The couple clips I've seen of him in the last couple weeks, it's like, dude, take a Xanax. Um, yes, they're, 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 give, they're giving him sugar cubes now when he, when he waves people down and gestures wildly and talks over them and tells them to be quiet and they're not a good American. So that's definitely... Uh, you're my guest, but please shut up. Yeah, no, that's what's an interesting <laughs> take. I, I, I just, I'm like, what are you doing? Um, but ratings. Bill Barr was very clear... Very controlled and very consistent with everything he has said to this point. Um, And he was 100% supportive of, and and this was what I found interesting, when the IG report went out, um, Durham put out a statement that said, basically, yeah, this isn't the final word because I have more information than this guy does. And we told him that, but he did it anyway. Yeah. So, and I, I believe, and this is my own personal opinion, and and I don't think Horowitz did a bad job. I don't. I, I think he was very consistent with the way that IGs normally function, but I think he wanted to give that mainstream media that little sentence that said, "Oh, the IG says the investigation was appropriately predicated." That's not exactly what he said. Amen to that, sister. But, that's where I was going to. But that's, I think, I think he he was throwing them a bone because everything else was so terrible 
right? That um, he had to put something in there that they could say that wasn't completely awful. Well, this is what uh, our good, our, not our good friend, uh, the casual acquaintance, uh, Cheryl Atkinson, the mm-hmm. former CBS journalist, has her own show over there on Sinclair. Uh, she tweeted out 16 hours ago that Horowitz actually testified there was remarkable bias and misconduct misconduct throughout the FBI probe and political bias demonstrated by numerous players, all of which has been deferred to Durham and the FBI to address. She read the report. That's what it says. So that's you cherry pick what you want to hear. Oh, I don't think there's any bias in this part. However, he does say that there was bias and uh, and misconduct and that he told Durham about it. And he goes, Durham, that's up to you to, to, to get a hold of. It's, um, it's strange. Arthur Page should, should sue all of them. Oh, uh, good Lord. He should good Lord. bankrupt every single one of them. Anybody who signed those FISA warrants, he should sue them personally along well, here's, with every major media outlet well the media they're going to be protected by hey we were just going by you know bing bang and boom here's what i keyed on and i did a uh, i did a youtube video about this the, the the dance with youtube continues by the way while you were gone they, oh, yeah, they're they going updated their pos uh, yeah, that. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I've chosen to say my stuff is not friendly for kids because they're like, if if a kid, if you designate yourself as an adult grown up thing, and a kid accidentally sees it, there's going to be hell to pay. So I keep telling them, hey, grown ups only, grown ups only. Even though it's 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 squeaky clean, like as always, I'm playing by the rules. I'm playing mm-hmm. by the rules. Change the system from within. So uh, they go back and they demonetize an old video, and then you have to you go, hey, could you look at this? And they go, oh, they get back to you a couple days later. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. That is suitable. It, it never with this kind of speed though. Never with this kind of speed have they demonetized something. It usually takes about a half an hour. Last night I did a video about the Horowitz report and just one little hunk of it, just one little hunk, uh, a quote from Horowitz himself. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty good. And I thought it was not only informative, but also entertaining. And it's it's going ding, 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 ding. And you can see the within five minutes, within five minutes, I literally got up from my laptop uh, to go get myself a, a refreshing diet ginger ale. (laughs) <laughs> I come back and it's been demonetized. So they're reviewing it. But here's what I keyed on. And, I, and it, 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 it's my little take on the thing. So you got uh, you got uh, Inspector General Horowitz. This is a quote. And I, I held it up because I'm like, I don't want to get anything wrong. I want to quote this. He goes, uh, we are deeply concerned that so many basic and fundamental errors were made by three separate hand-picked investigative teams on one of the most sensitive FBI investigations. Okay, so that's where I, and I don't want to spoil the whole uh, YouTube video because I enjoy it, so go check that out. And it's, we also have it up at loftusparty.com. You can see it there. In fact, go watch it there. Go go watch it at theloftusparty.com. But here's what was I thought was shocking. Like, so you've got, like, and I'm quoting him, basic and fundamental errors were made by three separate investigative teams so not not three separate people like i could see 
I'm so, I can maybe believe that two people made a uh, like a, a basic a basic and fundamental error. When you get into three people all made the same uh, fundamental error, and then you realize, holy crap, this isn't three people who made the same basic and fundamental error. These are three teams of people. And then I'm like, how many people are on a team? Is it teams of five? Are we talking about 15 people all made? That's when you're like, you cannot spit on me and tell me that it's raining. It's, it's, that is the, the and, and they're handpicked. So there's like, there's so many questions like, okay, who did the picking? What was the fundamental error? And, and all that good stuff. And so uh, I thought it was hilarious. So if this, if this is, so you, if the FBI is the elite of the elite, they're the, they're the top cops in America. And you're telling me three teams of people who are on the most sensitive, uh, one of the most sensitive FBI investigations, and they're all making basic and fundamental errors. If those are the best you got, then you want me to believe that the FBI is just uh, an agency full of idiots. If the top, if the top people, if the top, you know, three teams can't tie their shoes. What's going on at the lower level? I'm now at I'm now at the place where you have to prove to me that the FBI is not full of morons. That's the only way the logic works. We're all idiots, and these are the smartest I, idiots. I actually have a big problem with the word errors. These were not errors. These were things that were intentionally done. Well, especially they intentionally if, talked to that Russian who said, "Are you kidding me? That was barroom, barroom talk and jokes and and things said by." I can't even believe he put that in the report. You mean he put that in the report? Their characterization of the subsource telling them, "Yeah, that was all bullcrap," was he was forthright and honest. Not yeah. that he said it was bullcrap. I think. And there's a uh, there's a person who will a source of mine who is uh, who does this kind of work still uh, for a living uh, security stuff. And the uh, it's funny, it goes back to the insurance policy. It goes back to the insurance policy when you've got someone who just walks up to Carter Page and starts doing X, Y and Z. That's just you're just part of uh, that's just laying a foundation. That's just. We need an event to happen to spark the next series of events. So right. go, you go take a run at him, say X, Y, and Z. Hopefully he'll report back that X, Y, and Z happened. Then we're off to the races. And it looks like that's what happened. So it's, uh, listen, I got. Oh, yeah, except the dude said none of that really happened. I have no verification of any of it. And they got three more warrants after that. Right, right. However, with uh, with Carter Page and also with uh, Papadopoulos, let's not forget mm-hmm. the Papadopoulos of it all. So, I was less than impressed with the uh, with the Horitz report, the IG report, and it took me back to uh, the the whole IRS thing and what a just giant like. Let's not forget that. I went back and was because I was thinking about incorporating some of that stuff into the video, and I'm like, nah, nah, nah. You get you, you get off the point. However, that was uh, when yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Like the lowest learner. I'll never I'll I'll never get over the the, the IRS scandal. It was a I handful of it was a handful of employees down in Cincinnati. Well, can we see the emails? Oh, we don't we don't we don't have those. We. 
And then there is an email where Lois Lerner is telling people, hey, let's be careful what we say in emails. And then somebody's like, hey, I think we found the emails. And the, and the new head of the IRS is like, oh, we accidentally destroyed those two. So uh, we shouldn't have faith in these institutions. We really shouldn't. Oh, and, the, really? And, and Horowitz wants us to believe that they're, a, they're an agency full of idiots that make basic and fundal, fundamental errors on, on the most, uh, one of the most important cases. And then the other thing it takes me back to, and this is just uh, more grist uh, for the mill, more, more, more gravy, is, uh, is the whole Dianne Feinstein of it all. Like, if, if they thought that the Trump campaign was compromised, why didn't they tell Trump? They certainly, that's what they did with Dianne Feinstein. I can't, the way the hand, for you guys, uh, new listeners and stuff, Dianne Feinstein, her, her driver, her chauffeur, was a Chinese uh, spot. For 30 years. <laughs> yes. It wasn't like he'd been driving for her for a week. Yes. So uh, what they did, what they didn't do, what they didn't do, which is what they sh- they didn't uh, they didn't illegally surveil uh, Feinstein and 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 her driver. They just called up Diane and like, hey, we think your uh, your show. We, well, we know your chauffeur is a Chinese spy, and she's like, you are fired, sir. So she terminated him, and that was it. And that was the end of the story. And and like, no one cares, no one cares. But then with with uh, with the Trump campaign. They're like, okay, let's try to get somebody in there. We'll get some FISA warrants going. Don't tell. No, don't tell them. Don't tell them. You'll ruin it. I mean, they wired people up. They withheld exculpatory information. Right? That's a Brady violation. They violated the Woods procedures where they sign off and say everything on this FISA application is true. And they altered evidence. Those are three crimes. Oh my god. It's it's, uh, it's it's horrible and it's just so wild. And it's just so wild to see uh the media and Comey going there you go. There it is. I'm totally validated. Totally now you see. Right? Right? It's, well, did you it's... see Horowitz in the in the hearing? No. <laughs> Lindsey no, Graham Lindsey Graham asked him. He said, "Well, James Comey like wrote this big op-ed in the New York Times that said your report vindicated him. Is that the case, sir?" And he goes, "I don't think this report indicates anyone or vindicates anyone who touched these filings." Oh, goodness. It, and it's yeah. and he even says he even says that they have serious problems and I'm paraphrasing here, so don't sue me. But he's like with the field agents, with their supervisors, with he goes the entire chain of command, the entire chain he, of command. He wrote and then I'm an thinking, entire report on Comey himself that was devastating. Yeah, but, but when you're talking about the entire chain of command, you're oh, like, yeah. ooh, where? How high up does the chain of command go? And then I remembered, I had totally forgotten this. I I had totally forgotten about uh, the Obama administration got busted uh, spying on Angela Merkel. Do you remember that? And Congress. And France. And J- and reporters. And I'm Israel. Like, it was... <laughs> it's it's a, a level of insanity. But like I, I to- it's it's one I totally forgot about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, Obama was the 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 Obama administration. I will say their 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 NSA. However, they were spying on I'm Germany, spying on France. Listen to Angela Merkel spying on uh, reporters. It's like, and they have a problem with Trump. They have a problem with Trump. 
saying do me a favor and look into corruption in your country because yeah. we're about to give you a boatload of money and some missiles and some other stuff. We if you don't can want just you make to sure. lose more than the seven billion you already have. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's hilarious. It, it, here's, go here's ahead, you got about. more. Here's something I may actually be looking forward to. Do you remember when Do Bill Barr remember? was being, when Bill Barr was being confirmed? And I okay. said, as soon as that man is in the chair, the Mueller probe will end. I do. I remember that. You're like, I, I remember it very distinctly. You're like, yep. now it's over. Now it's, it's over. over. And it was and over like, three why? days. Why? Three and you're days. like, no, because Bill Barr's in there now. And Bill Barr is uh, is no joke. And he's going to have at the And you were spot on, sister. And you who, on. who was Mueller re- reporting to before that? Ron uh, Rosenstein. Well, isn't that the okay? Keep going. I don't want to interrupt your stream of. Thought. He was he was Jeff Sessions' deputy attorney general. Mm-hmm. So when Sessions recused himself, which he never should have done, um, mm-hmm. like legit. Now now they want everyone to recuse himself. They want Bill Barr to recuse himself. They want Mitch McConnell to recuse himself. It's like that's their new go-to. Like yeah. shut up. Half the Judiciary Committee should have recused themselves. But anyway. Um, Rod Rosenstein was Mueller's effective boss, right? Mm-hmm. He expanded his scope. He brought him on board. And yeah. if you're telling me that Rod Rosenstein did not know there was no there there, I don't believe you. Because oh. as soon as Mueller was not reporting to Rod Rosenstein, he was out of there. Or at least Weissman was. I think that was probably a Weissman call. Um, yeah. Because Rosenstein was a friendly. I've heard people say, no, Rosenstein was the person who put it all together and he gave Barr all the information he needed. No, if he gave Barr any information, it was to keep himself from going to jail. And the best thing I heard in these interviews that cracked me up, and God, I hope he was serious, is Lindsey Graham, when he was closing out with, I believe it was Sean Hannity, said, all I know is that Rod Rosenstein better be prepared to testify. Which is a wonderful soundbite. I want him in the Senate Judiciary, and I want to see him squirm. (laughs) It'll be. Listen, uh, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, he's he's getting close to uh, Trey Gowdy levels here. Mm -hmm. He's getting close. He's dancing right on the edge where he talks. He gives you a great soundbite. He talks a lot. And when he's like, yeah, all I know is, all I know is this, Sean. Rod Rosenstein, he better get ready to testify. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I want it to be true. However, it has to happen. It has to happen. Yes, it does. Lindsay, Lindsay talks a lot of smack and nothing ever happens. Well, I'm still you know? I'm still on this. I'm still like, like listen, I, I was just bringing up the IRS thing. And, I, and, and now you can, okay, it was a handful of, let's just believe, let's just pretend to believe the whole, oh, it was just a handful of uh, people in the Cincinnati office. Okay, that was one thing. Then you got, you talk about... Uh, uh, the, 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 all those witnesses that came by and they were like, uh, oh, my gosh, I can never remember the name of the Supreme Court justice. Oh, yeah. He, Kavanaugh. He his, Kavanaugh. Yeah, he whipped his wiener out. They gang rape us. And, oh, they got us drunk. And there was roofies everywhere. And, oh, they boofed me and blah, 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 blah. And it's all a lie. It's all a lie. Mm-hmm. And then you have these people in Congress. And you have Lindsey Graham. You know, this was this isn't going to stand. This won't happen. You are in deep trouble by lying. No one got into deep trouble. You can, oh, they you referred him. The DOJ didn't do anything. 
And what is up with that? At some point, and then it's, it's just it's just it's it's a wonderful but horrible thing at the same time. Where the the big thing that the, the Democrats are doing with Trump is like no one is above the law. It seems like everybody is. It seems like everybody is above the law. <clears throat> you know the IRS guy. Oh, we found the emails. What happened? Oh, we accidentally destroyed them. Oh, really? Okay, okay, that's that's fine. We'll let that go. And and with the, with the way they handled. Uh, you know, uh, Peter Strzok with the way he handled the Hillary Clinton investigation and, and all that. Oh, that's no problem. That's no problem. Nobody gets into trouble. You get in front of uh, Congress and senators and you, and you lie about, oh, yeah, Kavanaugh boofed me in front of uh, God and everybody at, at these parties. It would happen all the time. There was a whole gang of them. That's a lie. Nobody gets in trouble. And then you got the IG, the, the Horowitz report comes out like, yeah, it was some basic uh, errors made by uh, a couple teams of like – and then you've got the, the the lawyer Carter Page was a was a CIA source, and so they start investigating to him, and he's like, "Hey, you guys, I'm a CIA source. I'm good to go." And then the the FBI shoots an email to the uh, CIA, "Hey, is this dude a source or not?" And then some FBI some lawyer gets in there, and goes, "No, he's not. He's not." That was the change, and that right. that's that's just malicious. That and dude. Then- listen, I don't I don't want that guy to lose his job. I want that mother. To go to jail. And he's been referred he's been referred to the DOJ. He's been referred to Durham and and and, and Barr. But remember, Durham's investigation is still ongoing. They're gonna want to find out who told him to do that. Yes. He didn't come up with that all on his own. And then you've got holy crap. It's just it's just in the in the conversation. And then you have Brennan. To me. Hold on. You've got you got Peter Strzok talking to uh, his his girlfriend going, hey, the president wants to know everything, right? <laughs> what what did the president know, and when did he know it? Oh well, boy! Apparently, that was a little bit buried in the report, but Jim Comey remembers updating him, um, kind of broadly one time. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Try again, Jimmy. Um, well, but buried in in. Oh, now I totally lost it. Oh, never mind. You gotta go. I'm on it cold is, medicine. Sorry. Yeah, I, I would never guess. It's it's a thrilling, good conversation. There's outrage. There's laughs. But it is, like, it is, uh, Oh, it's one of the great things about, oh, you remembered it. You remembered it. I remembered it. it. Get it. The one thing it. that I will say that makes me think that Lindsey Graham is probably more serious than maybe he has been in the past mm-hmm. is while, during the IG um, hearing in the Senate while Horowitz was, was talking, he basically said, now, Lindsey Graham, you have to remember, he is one of the biggest military hawks in the Senate, in the Republican Party, right? Mm-hmm. He's like in the John Bolton class, right? He basically said, I have supported FISA and the FISA court since 9-11, as part of our total national security profile, and unless I have Christopher Wray in this room telling me exactly how this is going to be fixed so this can never happen again, I, I'll vote to disband it. That's huge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, here is uh, here's a, a funny little moment. Not a funny little moment. Not, not funny. Haha. Wow, we got... We got some major wow. fires going on over here. There is a. I'm living out on Long Island. 
and it's uh, I believe it's 100% volunteer uh, firemen. And here's here's the disturbing thing that no one tells you, and they should tell you when you're brand new. I grew up in Ohio, and and yeah, that's a big one. That's a okay. big one. In in uh, in Columbus, growing up, they would they would test the uh, tornado sirens mm-hmm. every. That's how you knew it was noon on Friday, right? right? Precisely at noon on Friday, you would hear those sirens. If it was not noon on Friday and you heard those sirens, take cover because that right. meant a tornado's coming. All right, so I'm working on this Netflix show. Uh, you know, I'm I'm living on Long Island, and uh, I, it's like a, a, a few weekends ago. Boom! There goes the siren. It's the exact same siren from my childhood. And I'm like, it is It is not noon on Friday. It is not noon on Friday. So there is a great uh, puckering of the butthole. And I'm like looking around, but the sun is shining. And like, this doesn't seem, I'm like, well, maybe they were just testing it. Maybe they were just testing it. So I, I did some investigating. And because it's an all-volunteer uh, fire department, that means, hey, you guys, we need you to, to report. So if you're ever, if you're from the Midwest... And you're ever visiting uh, Long Island, and all of a sudden the the tornado warning siren goes off. That it's not a tornado. It's like, hey, volunteer firemen, we need you to come in because there's a fire. So that was a it was a terrifying <clears throat> little moment for me. Uh, it is uh, so. I, back to the the FISA abuse and and all that good stuff. I like I like Ted Cruz's take. You know, Ted Cruz did like, the, listen, Ted, don't make with the ha-ha. Someone else, and another Republican did this. He made some little, uh, what's more unpopular than the Peloton bike? The impeachment hearings. I'm like, no, dude, don't. Don't do it. And then Ted Cruz like, this wasn't the FBI. This was Beavis and Butthead. Don't. Don't. You insult everybody when you try to make jokes. But what did you like about what Cruz did? No, that was basically what this wasn't Jason Bourne. This was Beavis and Butthead. It's 100% true. But it like, wasn't. They did all but it this. it wasn't. That's like the, the joke. It's the, Here's what I hate about it. It's The, the joke doesn't fit. You're wrong. Because Beavis and Butthead were just idiots. Beavis and Buttheads were idiots. And and exactly. This was not. This was not Jason Bourne. No, it was more Jason Bourne. This was way more Jason Bourne than it was Beavis and Butthead. They want us to believe Horowitz wants us to believe that it was Beavis and Butthead. That's just dudes being incompetent. Those are just idiots. <laughs> Look at that. She's got, like, big boobs and stuff. That's Beavis and Butthead. Jason Bourne is, okay, make it look like this is that, and then when this guy finds out that this is that, you go over and kill him. This was this is way more Jason Bourne than Beavis and Butthead. It was a bad... Well, I just... I'm so, like... It was interesting because I was watching I can't remember the guy's name now he's a Fox News contributor that's actually a Democrat he like worked on Bill Clinton's campaign and Walter Mondale's campaign and in 2016 he did a an appearance at Hillsdale College and a lecture right mm-hmm. and if you listen to the lecture he hated Hillary Clinton he thought she was the most corrupt person in the world and he was talking about how that election was actually going to be about the citizens of the country against the political class more than it was going to be about Democrats and Republicans because Democrats and Republicans had basically become the uniparty. Yes. 
Like, it was the most prophetic thing I had ever heard. But he was talking about surveys that he conducts through Rasmussen. And just huge numbers of people saying the political class is run amok, this, that, and the other. I mean, just huge numbers of people saying I have no confidence in this institution, the media, this, that, and the other thing. And that was before Trump was elected. I would love to see those numbers now. Yes. And I it's, can't it's even wonderful... imagine how bad they would be. It's the wonderful thing about, uh, you know, social media. I, I believe that there is a way to put more checks and balances onto FISA. I think that there is, you know, listen, there's still attacks going on. You're still going to need to uh, do wiretap and, and move and move relatively quickly. But there has to be a way to figure out the the, the checks and balances. It was uh, it was interesting. I was down uh, at Fox News the other day. I got the I got the call. I was at work and uh, got a call from one of the producers, and they said, "Hey, uh, you know, Greg, uh, Greg being Greg Gutfeld, uh, has he's he's not feeling well. He's he's pretty sick, and he doesn't think he can you know do the show today. Is there any way you could come in?" And I, I checked with the powers of B, and I'm like, "Hey, I'd love to do this." So, uh, yes. Long story short, I go down uh, to to Fox, and I get prepared, and I write my little, you know, my little insights about all the stories, and blah 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 blah. So we're on we're on the set, we're we're all ready to go. It's uh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's me, Dana Perino, Juan Williams, Jesse Waters, and Dagan McDowell. Dagan McDowell, holy moly! So anyway, uh, I'm a huge fan. So I'm sitting next to uh, Perino, and and meanwhile they're doing Nadler's doing the whole articles of impeachment, and anybody can try to make an amendment, and they get their time in the sun. So we're all on standby. We're all on standby. So right. we're kind of watching. So I start uh, talking to Perino about uh you know the fbi and the fisa abuse i'm like so what's up with that and i tell you what and i don't she's not she's not an actress she's she's genuine and she was in Very. she is in she was in the administration when that whole thing started mm-hmm. you know she was working for uh for but she looks so bummed out she yep. looked so bummed out and she's like i went to bat talking about the fbi you know, I've defended them. She looked, she looked hurt. You know, I've defended these guys. I've defended the FBI. And for this, uh, she was just so, it was just wild to see how crestfallen uh, she was. Not thrilled. Well, I mean, I saw that Not from thrilled. Lindsey Graham and Ben Sass too. These have all been defenders of this process and they are just blown away. Mm-hmm. They have said for years, oh no, you can't. The only one who's going to see, I told you, I told you. I told you, are Rand Paul and Mike Lee. Yeah. 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 And I can I can remember when they were talking about, uh, you know, the, you know, passing this thing and making sure, like, no, we need this. We need this. And there was a very, very small group of people who were like, this can be abused. This can be abused. Yep. So uh, that's the whole the whole nexus of, of all this. Like, who's watching The Watcher? It was. And then. Go ahead. I mean. You had the CIA tell the FBI, yeah, this guy was a source for us. You had the FBI alter the email. Mm-hmm. That was in January of 2017. Since January of 2017, how many times has John Brennan, former head of the CIA, been on television 
and never corrected the record. That is, uh, and, and with such vitriol and with mm-hmm. such vehemence, it's... Oh, I uh, want Carter Page to sue him. Oh. Uh, like, big time. I told you I, I met Carter Page, right? No, I didn't like, know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I met Carter Page uh, two years ago at uh, at Politicon in Los oh, Angeles. okay. And it's too funny. I'm like, hey, man, uh, you know, nice to meet you. He's like, hey, good to meet you. And, like, the second thing out of my mouth, I swear to God, I'm like, you got to sue these dudes. You got to sue these dudes. And he's like, I am. I'm suing for $1. And I'm like, what? what? And he's like, yeah, he, it's a, to him, it's about the point of the matter. <laughs> and, like, now, after the Horowitz report, I'm like, dude, you need to you need to add you some need to zero. Up that amount, dude. You need to add some zero to that bitch. Right. Okay. It's uh it's horrible. And this is what happens. And this is the wonderful thing about you know, well, the Twitter of old and uh, the YouTube of old and the Facebook of old before the, the clampdowns are coming. Uh and they are you know, they are coming. But like People are realizing. I, I'm kind of optimistic because you look at what just happened in England, and that's the other the, the other cool thing. Oh yeah, that's what happened. We were talking about the FBI, uh, and and Perino's kind of like bummed out. She's like, you know, man, I, I defended these guys, and then Bing, her phone goes off, and we start getting the you know because she's connected. Uh, her her phone starts going off. Uh, it's her friends in England going. It's a landslide. It's Boris Johnson and a landslide, and sh- and then we're all and so Jesse Waters is like, how big of a landslide? And I'm like, woo! I'm getting excited. Dagan McDowell's like, oh damn, what's going on? She's just fantastic, by the way. I cannot say enough cool things about Dagan McDowell. So then it turned into to Brexit uh, fever, and it's just I think it's just so fantastic after all the crap. That they've been through in in Europe and England and the UK trying to get out of this whole uh, European Union thing. I love it that they won big. They haven't won. I, I've heard some great this analogies. Bigger than Thatcher. It, that's what they're saying. They're like yeah. it, it's like Chicago and Detroit going full on conservative. It's just it's they haven't seen this kind of power swing. Well, I mean- uh, in a million years, it's fantastic. It's how wonderful. much further left could you have gone than the Marxist anti-Semite Jeremy Corbyn? Like, if that mm-hmm. is your standard bearer, how do people of good conscience actually pull the lever for that? It, y- yes, and they put on this great spin, and now even as we speak, uh, they're bl- they're trying to blame it on Russian interference. I know. I find it, I I tweeted this out as soon as I saw that. I said, I find it hysterical that conservatives and Republicans who inherit the legacy of Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher, who blew apart the Soviet Union, are now the Russian assets. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Who was the guy in 2012 who said the 1980s want their foreign policy back? Oh yeah, I think that was Barack Obama. Yeah. Okay. So I have to I have to switch gears here. So here's the other thing that happened. Uh, so with that look of disappointment that Perino had on her face about the FBI, she, <laughs> later on, like in between, uh, you know, because we have to like these do these little bumpers, like, hey, we're watching the impeachment trial. We'll be right back after this. Blah blah blah. Perino looks at me with that same <laughs> that same disappointment. 
And she's like, why do you put butts on your Instagram every Saturday? She was just... <laughs> she's like... Like, it was hilarious. She was so... Like, like it was it was a quizzical disappointment look on her face. And I go, and I, it was the wrong answer. It was the wrong answer. I, it's like one of those things you figure out, you figure it out in the shower. What I should have said. Okay, here, we'll do it this way. Here's what I said. What I said is, uh, I'm reinventing the right. And she looked at me like, are you crazy? And I go, no, everybody thinks that the right is uptight and we're all, you know, no fun. We have the most fun. We're the most go-getters. But we're having better sex and all this. And she, it was just full-on disappointment. Like, I don't, I can now, I, I, I can now picture her in her house with her husband, with the dog, and like, uh-oh, it's Saturday, here it comes. So, here's, you know what I should have said? What I should have said? Because I like them. Because I like them a lot. That would have been the Or best. you could have just said, oh, that's just my social media manager. They're trying to make us a little edgy. No, I got to own it. I got to own it. You got to own it? All right. Yeah. And I should have just owned it completely because I like butts. <laughs> so, it, of course, it affected me. It affected my decision making. So instead of putting, I have a, a there's a person, a big loftusparty.com person who's just amazing. Because uh, this is the cool part. This is what I've always wanted to have happen. People go, hey, maybe you could use this funny meme. And a lot of times I use it. And like, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sending that in. Somebody sent in this amazing, it's like a ballerina naked in front of a mirror. Just complete. Just it's gorgeous. And it's it's a good picture. I didn't go with that. I didn't do that one. I didn't do the hot piece of booty. I ended up. Somebody makes corgi butt bread. And, you know, it's all cute and innocent. So. Uh, so that was the Saturday booty. It was all so like like listen. Next week's gonna be hardcore. Next Saturday, not hardcore, but it's gonna be more of a. I don't want to get too cutesy bootsy with it because I like. Yeah. yeah, because we'll, I. We'll, we'll like see if you can overcome it. I be, I believe I can. I be, I've already had one. I've already had one person, uh, a big uh, Loftus party uh, follower, and what what was the picture? I should go back. I should just look at it right now. It was a picture of the Saturday booty and this 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 person who's great and has been very supportive. And and so I will address your Instagram comment in the podcast. Like they said, who who are you? Like in in a horrified way. And and she's right. like, she's like, who are you? And then in another comment, she writes, know your audience, dude. And so my my thing to that is yes I do listen I I know the people if we go full outrage if we go full outrage the numbers go through the roof the numbers go through the roof I know I can do that the whole philosophy of this thing from the very beginning is I want to make a bigger tent I'm not going to be a stick in the mud. Yes, it might slow me. I know. I know. I've, I've posted stuff before, and there's people who are like, "Okay, bye bye," and that's that's fine. And if if you're like, you know, super right wing, super Christian, super this that, and that, that's fantastic, and you can dip in whenever you want. However, yes, there's going to be there's going to be talk of booze. Yes, there's going to be talk of uh, sex stuff. Yes, there's going to be talk about nerd stuff. Yup, there's going to be. Uh, talk about great food it's got to be more it's got to be more we can't just keep (laughs) planting our flags on this moral i have the moral high ground and i don't enjoy well that's porn that's pornographic oh shut up 
shut up. Yeah. We're having so, fun. So I get invited to the 300,000, 372,000-person Bikers for Trump private group. Nice. Yeah, there's some real... There's some real conservative social conservatives in there. Let me tell you. Mm. I listen. Let's let's get those guys into the fold. Let's get some of some of them go. That's who I want to hang out with. Like those are the to me. Here's I'm, I'm not even kidding. Who I do hang out with. That's sweet. Get them on board. Let them post stuff at, at the website. The bikers for Trump. Those dudes. They know how to have a good time. The Black Rifle Coffee dudes, they know how to have a good time. Oh, it's all it's guys. all good. And also, and like the nerds are welcome too. The uh, I'm it's all of it. Listen, here's what's here's what's driving the loftusparty.com right now. It's stuff that I'm into, it's stuff that Lisa is into, it's stuff that Paul is into. Uh it, it's it's stuff uh that oh, I'm trying to find uh Gloria that she's into. It's ever, but you guys, everyone's welcome. What are you into? It's that's what wasn't. I'm not trying to compete with Facebook or Twitter or any of that stuff. I'm just saying, oh my gosh. Uh, and then I gotta, I gotta talk about this. This dude has this great company and he sent me, I'm a money clip guy now. You missed this. If you get a chance, go to the pimp it page. Uh, cause this is how this is supposed to work. Paul Hare has a great, has a great new book, by the way. Paul Hare. Uh, he and his friends get together and they do these uh, short stories and it's an anthology series and they just get together. They write these crazy short stories that are like, you know, it's politics, it's pop culture, it's all that stuff. It's called Appalling Stories. They're on their fourth installment. It, it, go out and grab a co- copy. This other dude reached out to me uh, from this company called What's Your Caliber? Gypsy, you got to go check this out. What they do Hi. They make money clips, they make cufflinks, and they're using uh, the, the the ass end of bullets. I have nice. one, yeah, and it's so cool looking, and everybody loves it. It's like, it not only is it cool looking, but it's actually a cool little conversation piece. And I gotta, I'm gonna have to start, as I do more stuff on Fox, I'm gonna have to start dressing it up a little bit. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna order up uh, a thing of the, the cufflinks. I want the bullet cufflinks too. We got my merch on there, and I don't. Oh my gosh! And here's the other thing: if you're, uh, this is great. Now we're just doing ads for companies that I get. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not benefiting from this other than this is the in the spirit in which it's intended. Uh, Sinister Gates from Avenge Sevenfold. You know his his dad is Brian Hayner, who's on the Freedom to Laugh tour. Uh, so so Brian uh, and and Sinister they have they have an online school where you can learn how to play the guitar it's completely free it's completely free they make the, they make uh they, they pay for you know everything by by merch sales so there you go you got a kid that wants to learn how to play guitar boom there's a link on the pimpet page and i don't want to forget uh the, the other cool kids from uh holy smoke i'm scrolling down i'm scrolling down uh, i gotta re-up that it's the guys from the uh the trump 2020 pouches that it's going to keep your ammo dry. It's going to keep your moisture out of your bathroom and closets and all that stuff. So it's happening. Uh, it's it's working. It's it's a it's a cool thing. But yeah, there's also going to be uh, a little bit of sexy, a little bit of sex. So get the sticks out of your collective booties. Everybody's welcome. The the Star Wars fans are welcome. The Mandalorian fans. You have to get Disney Plus. You have to get caught up on the Mandalorian. 
Are you paying for it? Uh, do the do the free do the free week. Free Wait week until and just binge it. Yeah, I'll do that yeah, after there's Christmas. Only, there's only two more episodes left, so do the free week. But well, it's I'll, uh, do the, I'll do the free week when the two episodes are done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after now, after the holidays, there's too much going on. Uh, Bill Burr was in last night's episode. Bill Burr, the stand-up comic. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is this is twice. This is twice now. Uh, my buddy Brian Posehn was in episode one. Made me insanely jealous. And Bill Burr was in last night's episode. I was, yes, I got a little jealous. I was very much jealous. But I'm not a little bit. I was very, very much jealous. Here's the cool thing that happened. You got, and this is what, this is, it speaks to uh, theloftestparty.com. It speaks to this podcast. And I think we, we had a huge one today. When when you were like saying, "Hey, remember when Bill Barr became the guy and we called it?" You're like, "I said," and and that's what happened because uh, you you've got your your gypsy crystal ball. We make we're so it's crazy, and and I've I've literally thought about. It. I think we're actually too far ahead of the curve. I think maybe we have to dumb this thing down a little bit because. It is like we're predicting the future in a, in a fun and funny way. When when uh, the Last Jedi uh, came out, and just you know, I wasn't the only one, but we're railing on it. We're railing on it, and then people are like, oh, you just don't like it because of X, Y, and Z, and strong women, and we've done, we've beat that horse to death. It's hilarious to me now because uh, Rise of Skywalker is coming out. J.J. Abrams and the rest of the cast are on this global tour, and you get tired. You get tired because you're talking to these, and the truth is slipping out. The truth is slipping out. J.J. Abrams is like, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. How could he like it? How could he like The Last Jedi? And John Boyega was like, uh, wow, we were all so happy to hear that J.J. was coming back. We were so glad because they know, like, The Last Jedi was garbage, and it's coming out. And J.J. Abrams knows it, and the girl who plays Ray knows it, and John Boyega knows it, and they're all saying it publicly now, which is fantastic, which is fantastic. It doesn't, it doesn't cure the giant hurt that was done, uh, the possible destruction of this great and beloved franchise, but it just makes me feel better. And if you were listening <laughs> to the show, that's a big cough. That's a big cough. If you were listening to this show, you, you knew it before time. You knew it ahead of time. Before time? So uh, it's fantastic. I was so delighted to hear that the, the mask is slipping off. They've done a pretty good job over uh, trying to trying to pretend that, oh, no, that's a good movie. It subverted expectations. It subverted uh, expectations. Well, if, if you mean everyone was expecting a good movie and you gave us garbage, uh, then, uh, then, yeah, that subverted my expectation. And the great parallel is this. You can't eventually, like, The Last Jedi, it was garbage, and everybody's like, oh, no, no, it's good, it's good, it's good. And you can say that, and you can try to convince yourself, and you can try to convince your friends, but from... On every level, that was a horrible movie. That was a horrible movie. Structurally, all that stuff. Character development, plot development, moving the story forward. It was horrible. And eventually people find out. And it's what happened uh, in American politics 
and it's what it's what we just witnessed uh, in England. You can tell you can you can have the media and you can have uh, all these people going. No, it's going lovely. It's going well. And here's the solution to be. We need more of this and more of that. And finally, people go, you're crazy. I've had enough. I've had enough. I want which party's going to give me less of this? Which party's going to give me less of this? And then they leave. And it's like it's the wonderful thing. Uh, that just happened last night. A Democrat is switching parties. I don't even know where, the, where this guy, where this guy's New from. Jersey. New Jersey. From I guess New his, Jersey. Yeah, I guess he's, his, he's one of those moderate, one of those moderates that won in a Trump district, and he's been catching a lot of hell. When yes, he's going his, home. his numbers are horrible. So finally, I guess he went to the White House the other night and just uh, had a sit down with Trump. And he goes, yeah, I'll just I'll just leave. I'll just leave. I might as well do it now. So he's doing it. And I think it's wonderful. He's, yeah, no, he's one of the Democrats that did not vote for, for impeachment. He was one of the ones that made the vote against it bipartisan. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. So, yeah, no. And and he. There's no way he could vote for it in the in the next one and win his district. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be uh, him. It'll be let's see what Joe Manchin does. Uh, I just think it's. I'm wondering about Doug Jones from Alabama too. He's got to run in 2020 in Alabama. Yeah, well, that will be. And, and the only have... reason he won was because he was running against Roy Moore, probably the worst. And I do mean worst candidate in history well it'll be interesting to see it'll be interesting to see i really i would love to do some more digging into that uh roy moore thing because that was right there i it's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pass any roy moore ran again Oh, no, I'm not talking about because of all the rumors that they started and everything else. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to put about as much faith in that as I do in everything. He's just not a good candidate. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but that's who knows. And then, oh, uh, I'm going to try to go see that new uh, that Richard Jewell movie about the uh, Atlanta uh, Park bomber and how that guy was a hero and he was just dragged through the mud. So we got a lot to catch up on next week. More holiday madness, more loftusparty.com uh, stuff, more you, all of the above. It's going swimmingly well. It's a busy time of season. Uh, Gimlet, I'm glad you're back. Um, and I'm uh, glad we didn't even back. we didn't even get to the whole. Uh, did you did you try to suntan your butthole for wellness? And I think no. that's I think that's I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> All right. No, that ship doesn't even have a stain. <laughs> That's the perfect way to end. Thanks for listening to the show. Tell your friends. Let's uh, let's grow this bitch. All right, bye. <laughs>